friends, it's Haley Hines, aka Bird, and you are tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's give them the bird. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and GTB listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash give them the bird. You've maybe heard of BetterHelp. It's customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You all know I'm a huge advocate for therapy, and I'm lucky to have a long-standing therapist who I meet with regularly, but that was not always the case. I remember before having decent insurance that I had to stop going to therapy because it was so costly out of pocket. Luckily, BetterHelp is way more affordable than what I was paying. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist who you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There are a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally depending upon where you are located. So if you're looking into affordable therapy options and are open to online, check out betterhelp.com slash give them the bird for 10% off your first month of therapy. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash give them the bird. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Give Them the Bird. This is a super special episode because we are reflecting on the first year of GTB. That is right. The podcast is turning one on July 30th, and I wanted to do a little bit of a recap episode just to talk about how the last year has been and leave you with six things that I have really learned over the last year. In addition, I am going to be announcing a sweet little giveaway at the end here, so stay tuned for that. I will say that I happen to be outside right now, so if you can hear some chainsaws in the background or maybe a um, an airplane flying overhead, it's not in your head. It is, it is happening. I am outside. I'm just enjoying the sunshine. So... I first just have to say a massive freaking thank you to everyone who has supported me in some way or another with this podcast. When I think back to when I initially launched my first episode on July 30th of 2020, you know, it was like my seven and a half minute long kind of intro episode to tell people what's to come. I was super nervous, obviously, but I did not expect to get the response that I did. Like I had you know, new friends and old friends and people that I didn't even know knew who I was sharing it and tagging me. Um, And it was just super overwhelming, but it also reminded me and kind of encouraged me, you know, people need this. People want to hear about this. They like what you're saying. So this is a thing you got to keep going. And um, from there on out, the support has really just been like so, so insane, so over my head. For one, I think about all the guests that I've had on, the fact that they were willing to come on this itty bitty podcast, some of them like big names, at least to me. I'm so grateful for that. When I think about 
the listeners that I've gotten to connect with, people that I've never met before, but then also people from like my hometown who have gotten a chance to reconnect with me. It's been really cool. Um, I think even about the people that are closest to me, um, my sisters, Leslie and Jessica, who are constantly supporting me and telling people by word of mouth about the podcast. Um, and Tyler, <laughs> poor guy. I mean, he has dealt with every high and low with everything since we've been together, but especially related to the podcast. And I truthfully don't think I would have even started the podcast if it wasn't for him. If you don't know, um, which I don't know why you would, but my now fiance, exciting, Tyler, he also has his own podcast. And I had the idea to have a podcast first, but then he like answered all the questions and got his up and running in the meantime which was nice for me because he had all that shit figured out before I had to. Um, So that was really cool. But also just kind of reminding me, like, keep going. You know, there's there's a greater purpose behind all of this. Even if you don't eventually monetize the podcast, like it's it's doing something. And I think that's been super, super supportive and helpful for me, but also just cool to see how somewhat of an outsider's perspective sees the work that I'm doing, especially for him when this isn't like a content area that he's super into. I mean, he has a background in fitness and whatnot, but um, yeah, so his support has been amazing. I think the coolest thing has just been the opportunity to connect with people, like whether connecting with guests, connecting with fellow podcasters, again, connecting with people that I've run into a couple times but barely know and just becoming really close with them because this content is it's an intimate thing right like talking about your relationship with your body and food and movement it's intimate it's like the fact that people trust me with that information I mean it's so freaking cool um and I just feel like I've been so fortunate to be able to connect with so many people in a time where I really needed connection And that wasn't something I realized at the time when I started this was how much I needed to talk to people. I know I'm a people person, but I'm also like kind of anxious in social settings. But that's one thing I learned is um, I was really thirsty for connection during the pandemic, like so many freaking other people were. And the podcast really gave me an outlet for that. Um, So I'm super grateful for all the support. Even if you've only listened to one episode. If this is your first episode, thank you. (laughs) And um, especially to those of you who have been here since the beginning, who have spread the word about GTB, have hyped me up, have been there to console me when I've been vulnerable and open about stuff. Those of you who have been vulnerable and open right back. um, It's so cool. So thank you for being here. I also think that I have grown immensely in the last year alongside this podcast. I mean, not only as like a podcast host and interviewer, but also just as a person. I feel like I've learned so much more about myself. My confidence has grown. I've stepped into who I am. Um, I've learned to admit when I'm wrong or just admit the fact that I'm not always right, which is difficult for me. Um, And so I've grown a lot and I could honestly go on and freaking on about the growth that I've had, but I wanted to break it down into six things. I made a list of six different things that I have learned over this last year and and I wanted to share them with you. Um, so the first thing is to do the damn thing. 
the amount of people that have reached out to me, especially when I first started the podcast and said like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to start a podcast. Like you've inspired me to do it, or this is just a sign that I need to. It's an, it's incredible. And so if you are somebody that's on the fence about starting a podcast, just start that shit. And even if it's not a podcast that you're wanting to start, start it. Just do the damn thing. I waited for so long to start this podcast. And looking back, I'm like, I thought that it had to be perfect and there could be no errors. But if I had waited for it to be perfect, I I mean, I still wouldn't have started it yet. And it's funny because when I think back, like, I totally thought... I had it perfect. <laughs> and then as I continue to improve, like what we think is perfect, eventually in the future, we'll be able to look back and kind of laugh and say, no, that was so off, off par with perfect. Like it wasn't even close to it. And so why do we even aim for perfect in the beginning? So my first thing is just to do the damn thing, whatever the damn thing is, do it. My second thing is I've learned that, um, I can still be going through my own journey and still help others, or you can be going through your own journey and still help others. I think that what made me take so long to get this podcast started and like, or just anything starting to share how I felt about, um, you know, dieting and intuitive eating and all of that. I think what stopped me was this idea that like, I knew that I wasn't there yet. Like I wasn't the pinnacle of, you know, intuitive eating or body acceptance. And I've realized that I don't have to have it all figured out. I think so often we think we have to be, we have to have completely done the thing before we can talk about it, before we can help others. Um, And that's just not true. My goal is not to help everybody become an intuitive eater or help everybody gain body acceptance, but it's really just to raise awareness about some of the shit that goes on in the diet industry and with diet culture and sure, educate some people on a few things, but like, I don't have to have it all figured out in order to do that. So whatever it is that you want to do, you can still be going through your own journey and help others in the process. And in fact, I almost think that it's, um, it's more relatable and it just hits different. Um, I am figuring out things at the same rate that my listeners are or followers on Instagram are and them sharing their stories and me sharing my stories we get to teach each other and learn from one another and so I I think it's really powerful to kind of connecting it back to number one to do something before you think you're ready and not being ready might mean that you are still going through your own journey Um, and that's okay you can do it My third thing is expect to get it wrong. (laughs) I could talk about this one all freaking day, but, you know, just know that not everything's going to be perfect. You're not always going to say the right things. You're not always going to have the right mic. Um, You're not always going to have the right guest on. You're going to say something that rubs somebody else the wrong way. And um, that's okay, right? I think that Going into this with an open mind or, you know, whatever thing you're wanting to start, going into it with an open mind is, is really powerful. Um, expect to learn and expect to get it wrong. And that's really where the learning happens. I've been fortunate that I haven't had like a ton of pushback regarding my podcast or what I say online, maybe because I'm still just just a little drop in the ocean. Um, and I expect that, you know, as it continues to grow those negative voices might get a little louder and that's okay. Um, 
But there have still been people who kind of call me out on shit and um, in, in a positive way. And I think I've been, again, fortunate that when I have been called out on stuff, it's been like, hey, this is my opinion. What do you think about it? And we can have a constructive conversation about it versus, you know, some of the trolling that goes on online that I haven't, thankfully, um, had the opportunity to interact with. Um, but I just think, like, expect to get it wrong. And especially if you're a perfectionist, like I tend to be, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit type A. I want things to be perfect before I get going. Um, getting feedback can be like a gut, a punch to the gut or, um, being told that you're out of line can really hurt even more than for somebody that's not a perfectionist and people pleaser. But I think if you just go into it, knowing that I'm going to say something that's going to piss somebody off, I'm going to say something that may not be accurate. I'm going to say or do something that isn't going to be right. And that's okay. But if you go into it with that mindset, if you go into it expecting to get something wrong or just to not get everything right, that sounds a little um, more positive, I guess, it's not going to hurt as bad. And that means you go into it with this open mind of, um, I'm not going to fail, I'm just going to learn, right? Getting it wrong doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just um, provides an opportunity to learn something. So that's my number three, expect to get it wrong. And that kind of feeds into my next one, which is normalize changing your goddamn mind. Like... And this just goes for freaking everything. Um, One thing I mentioned on an Instagram live the other day was just this idea of finding the gray area and how I was meeting with a wellness coaching client of mine. And she was just saying how, you know, on a variety of different topics, be it political or not political, she is in the opportunity, she has the opportunity to see on both sides of the aisle, essentially, because she has friends who are on one side, she has family that's on the other And that for so long, she's felt like she's had to pick a side. And if she doesn't pick a side, she is, you know, ignorant and lukewarm and all of this shit. Um, And how I think it is so freaking cool to be in the gray area, to be able to see from multiple perspectives, to be able to be empathetic to folks that maybe don't have the same viewpoint as yours, um, rather than just turn, you know, turn the other way and ignore them or bash them, whatever it is. Um, And so I think living in the gray area is a really cool place to be because it allows for us to learn. It allows for us to change our opinions in our own minds. And it allows us to not like it allows us to have a different perspective. It allows us to, you know, entertain the idea that we may not have it all figured out. Um, And I think specifically, you know, when I started and it's very common when folks start like their intuitive eating journey, their pendulum swings from being this like rigid, strict, clean eater and exerciser to the complete opposite side, which is like, fuck all of this. And I'm going to eat ice cream for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And I'm not going to move my body. You know, like we go to this rebellious side as if like exercising is a bad thing or eating a salad is a bad thing. And I don't think either side of the spectrum is necessarily healthy. Um, But as Alex Schmidt from Nourishing Babes mentioned in one of the podcast episodes, you really have to swing that completely opposite side in order to find your middle ground and to end up in the middle, um, this gray area, right? Um, And if it wasn't normal to change our minds, so many of us would be still stuck on that opposite end of the spectrum, that other extreme. And that's no more healthy for us than 
strict, rigid rules around food and exercise. Um, so I think like normalizing, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay for your opinions to change. And it's okay to take time to learn something before sharing your idea or your opinion. Like you don't have to feel like you have to speak up or speak out right the fuck away. Um, and I know that that might be against what some folks think, but I am all for allowing new information to marinate, um, allowing myself to view from that perspective before sharing something immediately on social media or calling somebody out or, you know, that whole cancel culture thing. So I think normalizing, changing your mind, changing your opinion. And again, that kind of goes in line with number number three, um, expecting to get it wrong. And when you do get it wrong, normalize changing your opinion or your mind about that thing, um, or at least considering a different opinion. Okay, now for some more positive things. Not that those aren't positive, but, you know, some more fun. (laughs) Um, The next one, celebrate your wins. Just celebrate your wins, your progress, your success. Um, Obviously, in the podcast world, that means celebrate every new episode that comes out. Um, Celebrate somebody sharing your podcast. Celebrate a new amazing guest that agreed to come on your podcast. Um, Celebrate somebody asking you to come on their podcast. Celebrate saying what's on your mind and just doing it, right? Like celebrate everything. Um, And I think that goes for even non-podcasting. Like I think about it in terms of my work with folks one-on-one, you know, celebrating everything that they do that is helpful or um, healing to them. You know, I think about when we set out this goal of exercising five times per week and um, we only exercise one time per week. So often we look at that as a failure. But to me, if you're going from zero times per week to one time per week, like that's a win. That's progress. And I'm going to celebrate the shit out of it. And so I've learned to do that for myself as well. Um, I'm not even sure how many beers Tyler and I (laughs) cracked open and cheers to over the last year, um, whether it was for wins on his podcast or wins on mine. But celebrate your own wins and find a supportive group of people that will celebrate your wins too. Like I think that's that's super exciting um, and really important to do. And then celebrate them right on back, right? So having that social support group is really important. My very last one um, that I think has been the biggest win, (laughs) kind of tying it back to number five, the biggest win that I've had, um, my biggest takeaway from this last year has been to be you, to show up as you. Um, My podcast would not be where it's at today if it was not for um, M. Steinis from Bootbod. Um, She's been on the podcast before. I think she was episode number 15. But she is a health and wellness coach, a yoga teacher, a business mentor, um, a breathwork facilitator. Like, she does everything. And in October of last year, I started her 12-week Hype Girl Mentorship. And I went into it knowing that I wanted to grow the podcast. Um, That was kind of my goal. I had no idea, though, that what was stopping me was not being true to myself. Um, I had so many limiting beliefs around who I am and who I should be and who I can't be that it was, 
it's what stopped me from starting the podcast in the first place. And it's what stopped me from taking it to the level that it's at today. Um, I never would have asked for certain guests to be on the podcast if I hadn't done that mentorship program. I never would have sought out sponsors. Um, I never would have said somewhat controversial things and been okay with it. Um, I never would have fully shown up as myself if I hadn't done that 12-week mentorship program with M. Steinus. Um, There's absolutely freaking no doubt in my mind. Um, And I I really can't say thank you enough to Emily for that. And, um, you know, I think that just there's so many beliefs in our head that we can't be too things. My big one for me, and I know I I spoke about it on the episode with Emily, was um, I can't be enthusiastic and professional. And that is because of all of the messages that I've received over the years about how my enthusiasm and friendliness comes off as unprofessional, how I'm too much, um, how I'm you know, act way too young for my age and all this stuff. Like I internalize this belief that me, goofy, quirky, weird ass bird is um, getting in my own way of being successful or being liked by people that I look up to in the professional setting. And um, I realize that's not true. And I think that this podcast has been really helpful to show that people actually respond really well to the weirdness in me and that I am more relatable and um, I can do greater things if I just show up as me and stop trying to hide it. That's that's not to say that I'm going to be weird. <laughs> if you ever meet me in person that I'm going to be a weirdo right off the bat, like I got a feeling out first. Um, but I just think there's so much power in showing up as you and being you and embracing all the quirks and the weirdness and individual things that make you you. I also think, too, knowing that whatever you have to say, someone out there needs to hear it, even if it's just one person. And however you show up being exactly who you are, there is somebody out there who needs that in their life, Um, whether it's one person or one million people. Somebody out there or people out there need to hear what you have to say, and they need you as you. Not you trying to be something that you're not. Not you trying to sugarcoat yourself. Not you trying to mute who you truly are. Just you. So be you. Show up as you. (sighs) So those are really the six big takeaways that I've had over this last year. And I'm sure other things are going to come up. Um, But to recap, do the damn thing. Do it before it's perfect (laughs) because no matter what, in the future when you look back on it, it's still not going to be perfect, even if you thought it was at the time. Remember that you can be going through your own journey and still help others. Expect to get it wrong and normalize changing your mind when you do get it wrong because you might need to do that. Celebrate your wins no matter how big or small they are and no freaking matter what, at the end of the goddamn day, be you and know that who you are is exactly what we need. It's exactly what somebody out there needs. And you're you're perfect just the way you are. <laughs> I might need to edit that out. That was super cheesy. <laughs> uh, once again, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been on this journey with me. I'm so excited for all the cool shit that's to come with GTB. I have several things 
up my little sleeve and I can't wait um, to start sharing them. I will start promoting one of those things in a couple weeks, so get excited for that. Um, and I'm just excited to see where this podcast takes me. Um, you know, I I never really thought that it would be where it's at in a year, and to some people it might still seem really small, and it is, but to go from not even having a podcast to potentially considering if this podcast could be a full-time job for me in a year, like, that just seems like a massive shift. Um, and it's because of those of you who are listening or, you know, those of you who have shared the podcast, those of you who had supported in some way, like I'm only here because of that. I'm only here because of your support and your love and your encouragement and your high fives and your fist bumps. Um, so thank you. Thank you for being here. I do want to share one exciting thing that I am going to be offering is a giveaway. This is the first and uh, I was going to say the only, but I probably will do giveaways in the future. But this is the the big giveaway um, or the first giveaway that I've ever had on the podcast. And I am giving away the Intuitive Eating Book, um, the newest edition, the fourth edition of the Intuitive Eating Book. Um, and the workbook that goes along with it. So if you have been listening to the podcast or following me on Instagram for a while, you know that intuitive eating is the shit. Like, it is massively important. Almost everything I talk about um, comes from intuitive eating or is talked about in intuitive eating. And I, I, I believe wholeheartedly that every human should read intuitive eating. So I'm going to be giving away um, to one lucky winner. Um, the fourth edition intuitive eating book and the workbook that goes along with it. It's, you can purchase them both for like $50, but I'm going to be giving them away for free. And all you have to do to enter is email your GTB moment to give them the bird podcast at gmail.com. Now, if you don't know what a GTB moment is, let me explain to you. A GTB moment is like, a moment or an instance that you do something that scares the shit out of you, something that goes against like diet culture or the previous rules that you had around food or movement or your body, you you do it. You do the thing. So to give you an example, um, a GTB moment might mean wearing the shorts that you told yourself you could only wear if you lost some weight assuming they're comfortable, (laughs) and wearing them in public. Um, A GTB moment might be when you're out to eat and you want to get the pasta, but you notice that you're feeling nervous about the pasta because that's an off-limit food for you, or in the past it used to be an off-limit food. But you push through that fear and you get the pasta anyways. Um, A GTB moment might be even bigger, something like speaking up to... um, your, your mom who always comments on your body and just saying like, hey, can we not talk about that anymore? Like it kind of makes me really self-conscious when we talk about our, my body. Can we talk about something else? So a GTB moment again is just some, doing something or saying something or being something or thinking something that is totally opposite of what you used to do when you were live, living steeped in diet culture. And that doesn't mean that you can't have a GTB moment and still be living steeped in diet culture, Um, but it's just a progress point. So in order to enter into the giveaway for to win an intuitive eating fourth edition book and the accompanying workbook, 
Email me your GTB moment to give them the bird podcast at gmail.com. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And thanks for just tuning in to the life of bird <laughs> for the last year. The podcast seriously wouldn't be where it's at without each and every one of you who is tuning in right now. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have no idea how many times I've said thank you in this episode, but whatever. I truly mean it. As a reminder, make sure to send your GTV moment to give them the bird podcast at gmail.com to get entered into the giveaway to win an intuitive eating fourth edition book and the accompanying workbook. I will see you back here in another couple weeks for another episode. But in the meantime, go give them the bird.